My Mac Podcast 293, A Spot of Bother. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the latest episode, number 293 of the MyMac.com podcast, with the G-Men, Guy and myself, Gaz. Hi Guy, how are you? Hey Gaz, yep, it's it's another, uh, we don't want to give it away, it's uh, it's it's one night during the week. It's one night, shh, yeah, shh, don't tell everybody. <laughs> so, so how are things going uh, in your, or on your side of the pond this week? Oh man, this has been, you know, this, this has been kind of a weird day, you know, other than, you know, besides... Leaving work early to to, uh, to come here and do the podcast. It turned out I had a, a dentist appointment today, and, and I'd wait, forgotten wait, all hey, about hey, it. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. It turned out what you was just driving home. You realize you got a dentist appointment? Uh, no, well, I, I've actually you know I, because I have this like horrible, horrible memory. I've started putting all of my various long term appointments on my iPhone. Hey. So. Lunchtime, you know, I, I forgot to pack a lunch today, so I go over and I get like something from you know completely horrible for for me from Burger King. You know, plug, yeah, that, there's that a plug you. for you. This this yeah. this podcast sponsored by <laughs> this, Burger King, and um, we wish. yeah. So I'm eating this this like this messy hamburger and chintzy fries and a chocolate milkshake, and all of a sudden my iPhone just goes bing 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 bing. And I looked down, dentist appointment. It was like, oh, think, damn it. That, that's brilliant. The fact that you were having some dodgy food and dodgy drink and, you know, well, dodgy. Of course, uh, yeah. by them, when <laughs> there's not dodgy at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. It's perfect timing, though. Yeah. Timing. So, I've so, got to say, actually, I, I, I use my iPod Touch much like I used to use my Palm device and everything goes in there. And I, I'm a bit like you, to be honest with you. There are things it pops up and I go, oh, crikey, I'd forgotten about that. I, I, so. got, I got this stuff to do. What is it? I don't know, but my phone is telling me I have to go now. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. It's brilliant, brilliant. So, so, and I, the I other believe th- you, you've uh, got something else happening today as well. Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, and I'm very proud of my son, Guy. He's, uh, he's been inducted into the National Honor Society here in the States. And you know, obviously, he gets his uh, he gets his intelligence from his mother's side of the family, not from, <laughs> not, from not certainly not from me, or I shouldn't say my side of the family. It's it's really just it's it's me. It's just you, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Well, I'm yeah. definitely a product of the '70s down in South Florida. So you know, Brilliant. all the damage that I've done is completely self inflicted. There's nothing genetic about it at all. <laughs> Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Well, it uh, it sounds like you've been having a busy day, and congrats to. Uh, did you say it was your son Guy? Yeah, Guy Junior. Okay, Guy Junior. Well, congrats to Guy Junior. Um, would you like to congratulate me? Well, congratulations. What am I congratulating you for? Well, I may yet. I may yet. Do you like that? I may yet beat you in getting an iPad. Are Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. Oh, did, did you order it when uh, you oh, you ordered it on the 10th, didn't you? I will be sat back, hopefully on the 28th, because I believe that's when they're going to deliver them, with hands behind my head, relaxing in the house, waiting for it to be delivered to my door. <laughs> Which one did you get? 
uh, 32 gig Wi-Fi only. The 32 gig Wi-Fi, oh, man. Well, I, uh, we talked about it last week where, you know, I actually went down to the Apple store and, you know, twisting my arm all the way. So, okay, I'll go ahead and get one. And then, you know, of course, <laughs> naturally, after deciding to spend, you know, 800 plus dollars, it's like, no, nah, sorry, can't have one. <laughs> we don't have any more. Yeah, well, and, well, and, and they're uh, sold uh, out. Um, they're sold out all over the place. I mean, yeah, it's it's incredible. I just you know, yeah, we, I was, I was about this. I was actually listening to the other <laughs> podcast you do, the International uh, Mac Podcast, mm-hmm. and you guys were talking about how Apple in 28 days sold a million iPads. Yeah, and I I'm just astounded that you know, and, and this was the device that all of the the tech experts said oh no one's going to buy this no one this this thing is, is is just so headed for a failure and what's happened instead of course is that it's a runaway success at least so far for apple well i think so certainly in the in the states and i i think it'll continue um the, but the thing is that there's nothing out there you know at the moment that really compares with it is there and everybody knows the device they know how to use it they pick it up if they've had an iPod touch or an iPhone they know how to use it straight in there i've got i've got my mind set on how i'm going to use it but i've already heard you know various different ways people are already putting them to use so right. uh, we'll have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see well have you made any decisions on uh, what kind of apps you're going to get now do, do, now do they have the um, when they when they announced the iPad in in the UK iTunes store. Did they also open the the iPad app store? There are there are iPad apps available within the store, but I it's not yet. There's not yet a separate store. Are you saying that in the iTunes store in the US? Oh no 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 no! I, I was just wondering because you know typically with iTunes, if there is some you know feature or content that isn't available for one reason or another in a particular region they usually don't even have that content listed well there are certain there are definitely ipad apps available in the in the uk store um I, I, they haven't differentiated you know they haven't kind of stopped them from being available so people are have actually been uh, obviously downloading some of the universal apps which are ipad apps right um but i haven't yet i was looking i was trying to take a look to see if i could find just ipad apps and there is a section that you can get to where it just gives you the definition of ipad apps so they're there and are ready to purchase well have have you made any decisions on which ones you want to get first not yet. No, I think um, I might I'll probably get uh, one or two uh, or just one, actually, at the moment. I might get pages out of the iWork um, iPad give that uh, a try. apps. I'll give that a try. I'm not sure that I'm going to need numbers on the iPad um, or uh, Keynote. Um, it's going to be used personally. It's not going to be used for work. So at yeah. this point in time, I'm not going to, certainly not going to get the Keynote option. But um, there are you know one or two other um, applications I'm going to be looking for. But my it's going to be used for the standard features you know i'm not going to i'm going to be using it for mail when i'm sat downstairs you know yeah. so we're not we've not got the macbook sitting there whirring away um with its fans uh Blast. drowning out dr- drowning out the television and uh, <laughs> you know and we might use it to you know watch a, a bit of tv in bed occasionally as well yeah you know when we haven't got anything else to do <laughs> yeah, he yeah says. Well, let's not go there <laughs> wait, wait. say no more <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's and also when i go away with work uh very often i take the macbook well that's a little bit of you know two two laptops in my carry bag it's t- it weighs a ton so having this will be really useful 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's a pound and a half as compared to what well, you said, two laptops. Yeah. Like what? That's like 12 pounds plus all the support equipment. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, I, I do get bad packs when I come back from the yeah, I'm not board, surprised. And I, and, I, and I wonder why. You know, have you got a browser open? I have. Uh, I want you to to go to this website. It's called, I think it's quirky, Q-U-I-R-K-Y.com. Yeah, that's it. And uh, I've just bought something that I found there that, because like right now you've got, you've got the, um, the MacBook and the MacBook Pro little power adapter. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And it, it's, it's quite big. So trying to figure out a way to store that, because I always have mine with the external cable on it. Because I, right. you know, I, 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 that's just the way I, just, just the way that I roll. Well, at this quirky dot com, they've got this thing called it's called the power curl, and I need to write that down to make sure. And I, I don't get anything out of this, by the way. It's it's like fifteen dollars, and what it is, it's got a um, a, a little place in the center of it. It's kind of squarish, and your power adapter goes inside there. And then there's two little parts that come out, and you wrap the uh, the MagSafe part and the cable part away from each other. So right. it it just ends up as as this brick that that's not that much bigger than the power adapter itself. It's called the power curl. Power curl. I'm trying to find it, but I actually ah, yeah. there I see, I see, I see, I see. Oh, live live web browsing. It doesn't get better than this, does yeah. it? Oh no, it oh, doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, I like that. Isn't yeah, that like kind of cool? Yeah, kind of like that. You know, so I've I've but ordered did, that. I, I don't know if it's going to be worth you know fifteen dollars, but um, you know, because as it is right now, I, I take my my power cord and I just jam it into my my backpack, and then when I need it later to plug my laptop in, I spend the first couple of minutes trying to untangle it. Well, the, the the thing I actually use the little clip outs that come on the power cord, the power adapter, but of course you can't get the extension. Because the right. extension is like a, a separate item, and obviously this this takes this looks like it takes both of those. Presumably. Yeah, it does. It does. And, yeah. and I always yeah. use that extension because typically when I'm using my laptop away from home, it's it's in a hotel. Yeah, true. And yeah, I know what you're going to say. Know where the heck the, all the outlets are going. Absolutely. Be yeah, that's dead right. Dead right. And I have no idea why that came to mind. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's, it's a little travel tip here from the gas. Um, <laughs> when I go away, I often and this just this just give you more rubbish to carry with you yeah. but i actually take um obviously you get a uh, an adapter so you've got a uk to you know european or american plug well, but i always let, let me stop you I, for just a second um your power adapter is it with the american plug and you have to use an adapter or is it set up for uh european style plugs well i've got one of these universal ones but what i was going to say guys i take an extension lead because then i can plug any it doesn't i don't i only have to take one adapter plug it into the wall but then i plug an extension lead into that uh, adapter and then i've got all of the british adapters you know it doesn't matter i don't need any more adapters because obviously obviously i've got a british extension lead which i'm plugging into that wall socket oh okay well as long as it works uh but <laughs> that means you do also have to carry a, a, an extension cord though absolutely yeah yeah okay yeah, well, yeah. it's it's as I say, it, it is a bit of extra carry, but uh, sometimes you know how many adapters do you need, and you always lose one. So I make sure I keep it with the extension lead. I know I'm going to take it, and yeah. I've got can plug as many of the devices in as I want. And, of course, it's really only for the Uber geeks that are carrying as much 
power devices yeah. as they possibly can when okay. they go well, work. Now, but, you know, <laughs> we, were, we were kind of working our way through this conversation talking about the, the iPad and that you, know, you could leave a laptop or two at home and take the iPad instead. If you have your iPhone or iPod Touch with you, how are you going to update that or are you even going to worry about it if you have an iPad? Well, when you say update, what am I going to worry about updating? When I when I go away, generally I'm only away for a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, to, in fact, it's normally with work. It's normally no more than 10 days. That's an absolute outside. And what do I need to update? As long as I can get my email. Um, may, I've got a list of podcasts, and I obviously uh, take a note of a list of podcasts as well, so they may well be downloaded. But I can download, you know, as long as I know which ones that I'm missing, I'll perhaps go to those occasionally and download. But when you're away with yeah, work, you, you, can do you, that. Don't, you, don't, you don't get a lot of time. But you can do that, obviously, over the, the Wi-Fi signal that you've got via the iPad or the iPod Touch anyway. Yeah, yeah, you can so, download it right from the iTunes application. So, that, so there's very little other than email, which obviously, again, is coming down through the Wi-Fi signal anyway, that I need to update. What, about, needs- uh, what about video? Can you do that through well, Wi-Fi on, on like an iPod Touch? Well, but I tend to... Um, Have whatever you need. Yes, yes. I tend to say, well, if I'm going to watch some movies, I'll take these as favored movies and uh, um, anything else, and, but that'll do me. Okay. All right. I don't that, know why. That's, that's, that's how I rock and roll with it, really. <laughs> yeah, typically when, when, uh, when, when we go, of course, I've got my laptop, uh, I've got my iPhone, I've got uh, an iPod Classic along with a composite output for the iPod that we use kind of like as a, um, a digital video player. You know, so, you know, we go into a hotel, we, we plug it into the the component input onto the TV and then whatever content I have on my 120 gig iPod classic we have right there. And, you know, and then the yeah. wife and the kids yeah. will make their own determinations on uh, what see, kind of see, content now, they want. Yeah. You see, now you're talking something slightly different because obviously when I go away with work, it's only myself that I've got to satisfy. But when obviously if you're going away with family and, and you, you need a little bit more selection that you might need, then uh, that's when it comes a little bit more difficult. Yeah, well, that's part of the reason why, you know, even even with 64 gigs that's in the iPad, and of course that's not including applications and, you know, things along those lines, and the applications for the iPad are, are obviously, you know, a, a bit bigger than what you'd have in the iPhone. Yep. Yeah, well, I took I took an assumption on that because uh, what I did was obviously I plugged my i um, my iPod Touch into iTunes and I had a look at that. I had a look at how much music I'd got on there, and I think I'll have less music on the iPad. I had a look at the video and how you know how many videos and films I'd got on there, and mm-hmm. took a you know a rough guess at how much of that would be duplicated possibly across to the iPad. I then had a look at pictures because that's that for me is an important one because I think when the the iPad's sitting downstairs. Uh, so-called not doing very much. Right. I'm going to be I'm going to be using it as a picture frame for sure. So I, I you know when it's at home I can probably stream those pictures anyway. But I think it'd also be nice to to store a lot on there. So I think my pictures are going to go up. There's going to be a lot more pictures on the yeah. iPad as opposed to the iPod Touch. There'll be less music. There'll be about the same video, and there'll be a little bit more in the way of um, 
applications uh, and other. So, you know, I took l- looking at how much space there is always seemingly left on my 32 gig touch. Um, I took a view that the, 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 the 32 should be big enough for, for me in general usage with the, with the iPad. Well, you're probably right. Uh, one nice thing about using it as a picture frame, you know, you have it set up at your front door or, you know, wherever it is that, you, that you'll want to have pictures stream across it. When uh, when it comes time to recharge, you just set up the little, you know, the, the stand that comes with it, set that on that with it plugged into the wall, and not only are you are you seeing your pictures, but you're charging it at the same time. Absolutely. Well, that's what I was thinking of doing. I mean, I've, I've seen a video of, uh, of one of the devices uh, built into a cupboard, and I'm also thinking that we put the that's calendars on there. So, so, yeah, I know. <laughs> so we could um, obviously use it for the calendar, so the family can use it as a calendar device as well, go in there, check the calendar, um, because I'm always being told off for not writing stuff on the calendar. <laughs> well, that, that kind of brings up an interesting point. If, if you have an iPod, or sorry, iPad, and it's being used by by multiple people in your family. Uh, do you think that eventually we're going to see it where it's got multiple user like passwords and all the rest of it, like OSX does? I'm not sure how that's going to work. And obviously, Apple are going to be looking at it, saying, "Well, if we allow that, we're not going to be selling quite as many." And I'm not yet sure how it's going to be deemed, whether it's going to be deemed a family device or whether it's going to be deemed an individual device. You know, whether it sits on the side and everybody picks it up and uses it mm-hmm. um, or whether it's going to be, you know, a, a device which somebody says, look what I've got, have a play, I want it back now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we've yet to see, I mean, for me, an, an iPhone, of course, is an individual device. Yes. An iPod Touch, my iPod Touch it gets used by the girls quite a lot for obviously the games that are on there. Um, obviously, they don't use it for any email or anything else, but they'll yeah. use it for the web. They use it for the games. Um, so that is less of an individual device, but it's still, as is the phone, could be done like that as well, the iPhone. Um, but the iPad, I'm still not sure. Um, I know what Apple would like us to do, and that's buy one for everybody. Right. Well, not at... Uh well, we're talking no. about U.S. Mm-hmm. prices, four ninety nine no. to eight twenty nine per. Now, chances are, of course, when when the iPad Mark II comes out, well, probably you know next February, between next February and April, that um, that the prices are probably going to go down a bit. You think? Oh yeah, yeah. You think? Yeah. Well, I mean this this is this is Apple's typical product release cycle. Um, they release a product. You know, you look at the first iPhone. You look at the first iPod. Um, heck, you can go back to the very first Mac if you want to. Um, they they release a device and say, "This is it. This is the greatest thing since you know a sliced shiitake sandwich." <laughs> and, <laughs> All right, that's funny to you and me. <laughs> it's not funny to anybody else. Not yet, not time. yet, not yet. We'll be, we'll be, you guys will be hearing something in a little bit. Um, but then they start getting feedback from the community, or maybe these are these are things that they had wanted to put in, but either the technology wasn't ready or they couldn't get it at the price point that they wanted. And then the Mark II comes out, and the Mark II has one or two of those things that they had left out of the original one. Uh, the Mark III comes out. That's got a little bit. I mean, you, you look at the, the OS cycle for, and, and let's just call it, you know, they call it the iPhone OS, but it's, it's, for, it's for all the various iDevices. When 
when the the very first iPhone was released, all you heard about from the quotes tech elite unquotes was oh it doesn't have copy paste oh it doesn't have this oh it doesn't have that so then you know the second one came out and you got this little bit of this and then the 3g came out and then it had copy and paste yeah but it that, that's what what apple do is they keep it at the same price and make improvements to the device itself so that you feel like you're getting more um, some people will say, you know, yeah, but you should have got that in the first place. But, but moving moving back to at the start of the, the conversation, because, I, you know, I just had a thought. And my thought was, would I buy another of these devices for the family? And at this point, I don't know. Would I buy just one device? Most definitely, if I could put more than one user on there. And that's an absolute. If if Apple allow me, if Apple, let's say Apple want to do an upgrade, mm-hmm. and they say, here's an upgrade to the software for the iPad. You can, on here, have multiple users, but you're going to pay for the software. I'd do it in a heartbeat, as would most, body, most yeah. people. Well, chan- because so far, the, the OS updates, have. They, I mean, it hasn't been more than $10. No, no. So, yeah, but you know, but I'm thinking I'm deal. thinking if they advise you know if they allow that, but at a more expensive rate, so that you've got multiple users on there. But I'm still wondering whether Apple don't yet know what this device and how this device is going to be used, and if they are pushing it as a device which sits in the lounge and people pick up and use, then it's got to get over that hurdle of being able to do multiple uh, accounts. I think. Yeah, I would. And, Plus, and, also, and, I mean, think about email. Just, just, just think about email mm-hmm. for a second. That's what I'm thinking. People, of. people don't want you or anyone else. Typically, you know, I mean, my wife can can look at my email account. I don't really care. No, but, absolutely. You know, people outside of my immediate family, or even you know, even my 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 sons. I wouldn't necessarily want my sons looking through my email. So, when you hand a device like the iPad to someone and walk away. Well, how about this? How about this? How about they do an, a mail app which has differing accounts on it so that you can, you know, they're not doing it for the whole software, so you've got to re-sign into the, the application itself. But how about an iPad app that means you can have multiple accounts on there, uh, but you've got to sign into the, uh, the mail account under a different um, user account? I don't know if Apple would do that. That sounds like something Google might do and and probably do reasonably well. But that doesn't sound like the kind of solution that Apple would come up with. Do you know what I we'll mean? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. It's still early yeah. in the device's uh, life cycle, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and OS 4, I think, is coming out later. Is it later this month or is it going to be after WWDC? I think it's just. I think it's just before WWDC, isn't it? Okay, but but that's not going to be. That's still not going to be available, or at least I don't think it's available. On, it's not, not going to be available for the iPad until later on in the year, September. In September, time, September, I, I believe. It, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's only yeah. going to be in September. And yeah. because of and you know people like to talk about the iPod or sorry the iPad as being a big iPod Touch. There are there are still major hardware and and user interface differences between those two devices yes. that the the upgrade to OS 4 may have some surprises that isn't going to be available for the iPhone or the iPod Touch because well the, these well new user interface tweaks may not necessarily work as well on a smaller type device what do you think 
I, I, I think you're spot on. Well, you but, am, because I'm, I'm so scary but, smart. But but the only what well, yeah, scary so anyway. your, son, your son did get it from you then. <laughs> um, but the only problem with that is I think I think we would have we would have heard that from some of the developers. Oh no, they're un, under NDA, aren't they? Of course. So. Well, well, not only we'll are, they under, are they under NDA, but I haven't heard of anyone having uh, OS four on an iPad. I've heard I've heard about them having it released for yeah, yeah, the true. iPod. I'm sorry for the iPod Touch and the. But they've iPhone. got emulators on the on the machines themselves. I would have thought they would you know. Well, they have emulators on their Macs. Yeah, yeah, which will give them you know it'll give them access to see what those. Uh, well, not if Apple doesn't let them. <laughs> well, they've got to really go, haven't they? Because yeah, you, you're going to jail unless unless you jailbreak your emulator. <laughs> God, wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, yeah I'm running the- Android on my on my iPad emulator <laughs> on my Mac. Just too strange. Yeah. Well, there's there's an interesting place to finish. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we take a little break? And uh, you yeah, and let's I, go for a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, I could use a sandwich, a, a, a particular type of sandwich. Um, We've got a little announcement that that's going to be coming up in something that, that you and I just recorded, and it's something for for everyone that's listening to this podcast to get kind of excited about. And that's all I'm going to say about it right now. Everyone, this is Guy and Gaz from the MyMac.com podcast, and we've got some exciting news to tell you. Yeah, boy, howdy! It's all about a new contest we'll be running soon in celebration of our upcoming 300th MyMac.com podcast. 300 shows, crikey! I'm not sure I was born when you started. You know, that sounds like about 67.8 in dog years. I, I don't even know what that means, and I'm still wound up. So are we doing something special for that show, then? Oh, yeah. And the best part is the real winners are the listeners of the show. What? You mean they get something other than hearing us two? Yep. Prizes, Gaz. Fantastic prizes. Prizes? What do you mean, prizes? Well, we don't want to give away too much information yet, but here's a list of some of our sponsors. Wow, look at this. Smile on my Mac, Westone, McCallie, Noodlesoft. Yes. Boinks, ProSoft Engineering. Yes. Oh, crikey. Sorry, guy. You said we're not supposed to talk about it yet, didn't you? No, keep it on the downside, dude. Right, right. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, not to worry. There's more to come later. Oh, I'm getting all excited. Yeah, more fun than a shit guy. Careful, mate. Yeah, I was just going to say shiitake sandwich. The MyMac.com podcast. More entertaining than fungus. Surrounded by bread. In my shoes, my toes are busted. My kitchen says my bread is molded. I got a good job at the dollar store. One foot in the More than just tech talk. It's the G Man on the MyMac.com podcast. Well, that was our uh, that was the little bit that we recorded just before just before we started the podcast. That was kind of I'm fun. so I'm so full up now. 
That was a terrific <laughs> yum shiitake I love, sandwich. <laughs> I love fungus. I love fungus. Actually, you know the funny part is I absolutely cannot stand mushrooms. Can't you? No, no. Oh, I will. I will. You're not such a luddite, mushrooms. you know. At times. Well, you know, it was weird when I was growing up because um, I'm I'm well, you haven't met me, but I'm kind of a, a big guy. I'm like six foot six and currently somewhere into three hundred pound range, which is a whole other story. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure when I meet you, you're about four foot two. <laughs> yeah, well, four foot two plus, I guess, is what you could say. But yeah. when I was a kid, um, you know, the, the question in our house as far as dinner went wasn't what we were having, but how much were we having. So there, there was very little in, in the way of leftovers in our house, but if it had mushrooms in it, oh, it would be it would be. You know, my my mother, God rest her soul, used to make a, a turkey tetrazzini, if you know what that is, and it was delicious. Except it had mushrooms, so I would spend. You know, we would each have our plate in front of us, and instead of going at it with two forks like I, I normally would at dinner time. It would be like the first five minutes of me going, plick, mushroom, plick, mushroom, plick. And it used to drive my mother crazy. She would sit I'll there. I bet it did. I oh, bet yeah. it did. She, she'd sit there and eat she'd your, say. Eat your mushrooms, guy. Yeah, make your hair curl. What is, what is the big deal? You know, I, you can't even taste them. You can't taste the mushrooms in this dish. And, of course, my response to that was, well, if you why can't taste them, them why the heck are they in there in the first place? <laughs> yeah, slap. Yeah, well, no. I my mother was five feet one inches of Norwegian fury, so I I did not did not mess with her at all. My father, who was six three, didn't mess with her at all. Mother ruled the roost. But that's a whole other story. This is the mymac dot com podcast. Darn it! And I think uh, you have a topic, don't you? Well, yeah, I've been kind of thinking about this quite a lot because, um, well, let let me just start off. Um, a little while ago, I saw. Uh, um, an article on the web, mm-hmm. uh, and it was about Pink Floyd suing its label um, because EMI allowed iTunes to, um, in quotes here, I've got my little hand, my hands up with the, you know, my fingers going quotes, hands in to the un- unbundle its album songs. And it just made me wonder, I wonder who's got the power, you know, do the, do the bands have the power to, to you know, is it them that um, want us to hear certain things uh, do they want to know what music we're listening to uh, you know is it the music labels that want us to have certain music that we listen to um well, can, recent- can, I, can i interrupt for just a second you certainly as, can as far as as far as what the music what the music labels want is for us to continue to buy music on cds but those days are are here and gone cds well yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that. And what what's been very very prevalent over here recently is a company called Spotify. Now, you may not have heard of uh, the company called Spotify in the well, US. I've heard of it, them, but yeah, go ahead. They're, but they're not currently available over there. I believe that's no. the, the current situation. Now they they're, they're uh, now let me get this right. I think they're a Danish company, um, and they're it's a streaming service. It's a music streaming service, and they're picking up licenses in various European. In, uh, countries and I think they're doing relatively well um, I tried them out on the iPod Touch and they also had a an application for your desktop as well uh, which was a free option okay um, well now explain explain how this works okay so what you do is uh, you you can sign up to uh, Spotify you download an application 
uh, you sign into the application and you can find music. So it's a little bit like a, you know, choose your own radio station. Right. But, and initially when they first started, the amount of music that they had was fairly limited, but they have expanded the amount of music that they've got. And you can pretty much put in your own definition. You can put in, you can define a little bit like a smart list, I suppose. Yeah, kind of like what uh, genre it is you want to listen to. You could, genre, groups, song types, I mean, songs with names in. You could even define it, I think, down to, to that level. But you can also do a little bit of sharing of playlists because you can create the playlists and you can share those playlists with friends. Although I'm not sure actually whether that's on the, the free version um, because they also do a premium paid option where you pay a certain amount a month um, and obviously have as much music download to you, downloaded to you, uh, you know, as much as you want. And they've got an, an iPhone app which is available at the moment which surprised a lot but of not people. not here in the States. But not there over there in the states. Um, so whether whether when it becomes available in the states, Apple would then allow that application to be downloadable in the states or not? Because I believe there are some apps that are, are available in one country but not in others. Now I, I can't. I've, I've picked that up in the back of my mind. I've just suddenly picked that out of the air. But I'm pretty sure I've heard in the past that sometimes there are, there are apps that are available in one country but not in another. So whether that is the case and if they didn't allow Spotify to be available in the US, that would be a, a big kick in Spotify's teeth, certainly. Um, but there are other services out there as well. I mean, well, you know, before, you've got- we, before we get into the other services, now I, I obviously haven't been able to use Spotify. No, nope, no. Nope. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a this is a streaming service. Is this like yep. a, is this a subscription service that you're paying something each month toward? Well, you've got the option at this point in time. They do do a free service as well as a paid for service, and the difference is ads. Now, early on in the um, in the process of Spotify, when the ads were very very rare. You didn't get very many, so there was very little point in going for the paid option almost. Because well, there was probably less content as well. There was less content and there were fewer ads, but there was enough content to keep you interested. And now there's more uh, content, and I think the ads have increased a little bit. So obviously, if you want to get rid of those ads, you then have to pay a monthly subscription, which I think off the top of my head in the UK is about £5 a month at the moment. Now, isn't this also where... If you're listening to a song that you like, you can tag that song for a later purchase, or is that a different service that I'm thinking of? That is, I believe, a different service, but I, I, I haven't gone down that avenue and looked at that. Okay. Um, um, I think that's a, I think that's a different service. They did that. I think they were talking about that early on, but I don't think uh, they've got that in in place yet. But I'm, I'm I. I could be stood to be uh, corrected on that point because I think uh, I think either Pandora or Last FM does that. Or I think maybe it's I'm Last thinking FM. of Shark. Yeah, well, it, I mean, you've you've mentioned Last FM, Pandora, and Groove Shark there, and there's also um, uh, Rhapsody. Yeah, and I mean, who started this whole process off? Uh, it was a little kitty cat. Yeah, little kitty cat, or I'm thinking of Napster. Yeah, well, they had a little cat in their logo. Ah, uh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. I, 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 never, I never actually used them legally. Well, I, or neither illegally. did I. Neither did I. Um, and, um, yeah, and, and it just got me thinking because Apple are creating a rather large data center. 
And what I yeah, was they're in North is, Carolina. It's over, right. over 400,000 square feet. It's quite, a bit, it's quite a big data center. And I'm wondering whether obviously Apple are thinking not only of being able to stream media, uh, i.e. films, but I wonder whether they're thinking obviously of uh, perhaps with the recent acquisition of La La and then the shutting down of La La, whether they're going to be doing it themselves through some sort of uh, subscription option through iTunes. Well, I mean, would they would they even have to do it as a subscription, or or could it just be like iTunes in the cloud? Well, there's an interesting point. Now, you know, the option is at the moment with these services, you get a free and paid for. If you go free, you generally have to get hit with ads of varying content, varying sorts, right. and varying annoyingness. <laughs> well, uh, how how long do the ads usually last? And is there is it like more than one ad in between songs? And that's the problem. Obviously, we, though, with all those different services, that that's something which is, is going to be different for each service. And the, the, the issue there is, do you go for one service or do you go for several services because you can't get one of the services on you know certain devices? Yeah. Can you get a, a better service when you go, let's say, at work or whether you're at home on the Mac or whether you're out and about on your iPod Touch or your iPhone? And what concerns me then is you're paying for the same music which you want anyway and you're paying for it more in multiple on multiple occasions these you know these services can soon add up if you're not careful um and i'm well, it, it, it can also cost you quite a bit of money depending on what kind of service plan that you have with your wireless carrier you know you're not yeah. just talking about wi-fi um you know, even though m- many of the the carriers of the iphone talk about having an unlimited um, account or unlimited service. If you look, you know, pretty deep into the details, it, it's there's usually some limitation. You can't just sit there and, and you know download gigs and gigs of information. And I wonder whether Apple, obviously, uh, with their long term vision, will make sure that AT and T give them the cap- capacity so that people don't get hit with those sorts of overages. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, through their contract to make obviously the whole process um, more Apple-like in its content and the way it streams to people. So uh, it, it just made me wonder with the with the way because a lot of people are talking about Spotify as a competitor yeah. to to iTunes over here, and I I don't know whether they can live alongside each other or whether people are you know for me I like the convenience of iTunes. Okay, and the well l- let me ask you something really quick here with Spotify. If there's a song that you want to hear again, can is it easy to do that through the application? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It, it is pretty easy to listen to a song that you you know that you want to listen to on multiple occasions. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there like a repeat button if you want to hear it again immediately, or or do you just have to wait? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You can you can play it again. You can play it again. Okay, so anywhere as long as you have it now, is that Wi-Fi only or? Can, will it stream over uh, well, it's, 3G? It's an application. It'll go over 3G. Okay, so you're not limited to just Wi-Fi only. No, they've got a pretty, you know, they've got a pretty neat service. Now, of course, the quality is it's not going to be as um, excellent as if you download something from a store because I'm not just talking about iTunes here yeah. because people obviously use uh, there are other services out there available for you to download um, and I'm I'm still wondering whether people like to have a copy to listen to because of course like when they whether don't have it, access well yeah whether it whether it's 
a CD copy, hard copy, which you've got something physical in front of you, or whether people now understand that downloading something is, you know, the same thing. You've got that physical copy, although it's in bits and bytes on your computer. Um, I'm just wondering whether um, having that is swaying, but, you know, whether a lot of people, I think older people, want that they still want something which they deem to be physically physically theirs whereas i certainly see with my eldest she's not worried she just wants access to the music she doesn't care whenever she wants it she wants it and she's not bothered whether it's you know in bits and bytes which she owns or whether she can hire it for that point that she's listening to it for yeah, well, I can understand and that. A, and now, it's, a complete, it's a completely different mindset, which um, I can understand. But at this point in time, I'm still personally someone who likes to have that product. Well, you know, it's, I'm, I'm almost – God, I'm almost 50 years old. almost 50 years old, damn it. Get off my lawn. Oh, God. And um, <laughs> honestly, I, I'm not all that – I'm not all that, you know, bothered – by not having the uh, a physical copy of something, and I, I know you know because I, I going on various tech websites, this seems to be something that that people are are quite passionate about, and it, you know that this this accumulation of data, you know, I, I've got a I've got a um, I think it's a two terabyte drive that I use strictly for iTunes. Because, you know, I've got a lot of movies, I've got a lot of video, and I, I just need all that space for all the content I have on iTunes. And I sit there and think about, well, what if I didn't need to have it physically here on this hard drive? You know, I'm getting ready <laughs> yep. to leave on a trip the next day, so I, I plug yep. in my, my, uh, my iPhone or my, you know, eventual iPad, and... I, I go to iTunes in the cloud or you know whatever the heck they're going to call it and say, okay, well, for this trip, I would like to have – and I'm going to really quickly go to my movies. I would like to have Adventureland, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, Blade Runner, Cars, Casino Royale, and The Dark Knight for this weekend trip that I'm, that I'm going away on. And I plug it in, and you know, Apple checks its 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 little database someplace and says, "Okay, well, you have purchased these movies in the past, and we're keeping track of all that for you. So here you go." And it just goes ahead and downloads them through my network, through you know their network to my network onto whatever the portable device is that I'm telling it that I want to have it on, and that doesn't bother me. No, no, it, now, I don't think it bothers me either. And wouldn't the music industry and the film industry just love that? No, they would hate it. Do you think? Yeah, do you, because do, they do, do you want think? you, oh, well, they want think you they to pay for it every single time you use well, it. The music company would be delighted if they could charge you five cents I don't for every single they, time you listen no, to a Nickelback song. I'm not sure they do. When they should be God, paying no, us five cents to listen to a Nickelback song. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure they do, Guy. I think they're, they've got a bee in their bonnet. Yes, of course, they'd like you to, to spend you know, $10 every time you listen to the damn thing. But I think they've got a bigger bee in the bonnet about people actually giving it away to other people. Now, if Apple could say, we only let that person listen, watch, 
that particular film, listen to that piece oh, of music on their, on, it, on their particular devices, and we authorize it, I think that they would love that. Okay, well, they've already got that kind of covered now. You know, there's kind not, of. So, not so much for the music, but when no. you're talking about video, you've got um, there's you know there's DRM on all of the video content that you get from iTunes. Now, yep. before we go any further, you know, I, I should add that this DRM isn't necessarily there because Apple wants it there. It's nope. there because the content creation um, companies wouldn't allow them to sell it without it. And this was the same deal that we had with uh, with music for f- four or five years, where Apple could not sell audio content without that DRM. And, of course, eventually, uh, in an effort to combat iTunes, they allowed Amazon to sell it without it. And at that point, you know, I mean, the floodgates were open, and they discovered they discovered that they took off the DRM, and you know all of their fears about piracy were were pretty much unfounded. People started actually buying more music. I, I wonder also whether there's a little bit of them being scared of Apple becoming too powerful. Well, that was exactly why. With, that's exactly with, why they let Amazon sell it without DRM, trying to combat iTunes, and now it was a but then, miserable but then, failure. But then they shot themselves in the foot because they then had to do the same thing for Apple. I mean, it it just seems you know. I, I think everybody's agreed that the music industry and the film industry have got a, a lot to learn when it comes to uh, allowing us to watch what we purchase from them. Oh, sure, sure. And, you know, I mean, their, their big concerns about, about piracy, you know, I mean, it's not unfounded. There is a lot of piracy out there. Agreed. However, I would like to think, and, you know, maybe I'm naive, that if you give people a good, decent service at a good, decent price, that they're going to be willing to pay a fair price for your content. I think if 95% it, of people would. Sure. And th- that other 5%, they're not going to buy it no matter what you do. No. You, c- you could wrap it up in, in gold and and have uh, – oh, who's a, who's a hot girl right now? Um, <laughs> Angeline Jolie deliver it naked on horseback, and they still wouldn't give you five bucks for uh, a movie. Well, I would, but I <laughs> – Let's. But the, Wait, I, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about Angeline Jolie naked on yeah, horseback yeah. right now. That's ooh. okay. Well, anyway, uh, this is the mymac.com. Po- I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I I agree with you. So about Angeline Jolie. <laughs> oh, the rest of it. No, the hell with that. Let's just talk about Angeline Jolie. <laughs> um, what I would like to see. From iTunes, and I know that there are some services that that kind of already do this. Is and and Apple, depending on on what kind of access that they can get to to download content to devices, or you know, even build something where you know you've got a car stereo and and you plug your phone into it when you you know you get into your car in the morning. Yeah. Um. Why couldn't you just have it so, all right, I, I want to listen to um, hard rock and roll from the late 70s and early 80s. So it goes through its little genius playlist and says, okay, well, here's you know 500 songs that meets that criteria, and it starts to play them. If I hear one I don't want to hear, 
then I hit a button and it skips to the next one. If, if it's one that I do want to hear, I let it play. If it's one that I like to buy, have a way for me to easily mark that song so that when I go home later and plug in my, my iPad or my iPhone into my computer, it's got a little message there saying, Are, do you still want to buy this song? You said you wanted to buy it earlier. Do you still want to buy this song? Is it, yeah. So, and it would just go ahead and do it for me. Because when well, I'm up, driving, up, I don't up. have time to sit there and, and write down, oh, Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was Absolute, that song? Yeah, yeah, no, I no you just want to hit a button. You just, you just want to say, yes, I'll have that. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, up until the purchase point, I think Spotify hits all of those, those marker points. And chances are that there is a service that does this, and, and I just can't remember what it is. Um, before, we, before we go on too much farther, we have, yep. a, we have a toll-free number, and it's area code. It's not a toll-free number. Area code 703-436-9501. If you have any comments or if you think that I'm full of crap, and you know either <laughs> one is fine, you can call that number. It's a Skype number. Leave us a what message. What sort of sandwich was that we had earlier? Yeah, it was a shiitake sandwich. <laughs> and, you know, you can also, of course, use your uh, – there's, there's a little audio program that's built into your iPhones and iPod Touches. You can record a little bit of audio and email that to us at uh, feedback at mymac.com. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. We have those two. Uh, give them – go on. Give them your, your, your Mac Parrot. Oh, yeah, yep. Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter, and as is Gaz as well. I'm at twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Same. Twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz. Gazmaz. Um, just wanted to throw that in there real quick before we forget, because we're, we're, we're starting to get close to where we... Uh, we... I, yeah, I think we've come to a bit of uh, uh, an end in this week's show, to be honest with you, Guy. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but, you know, last word... It's not just Apple that needs to give us these services. Apple should not be alone in providing a music and video service to people that own iDevices. And as it stands right now with audio, you can easily choose other services to get content onto your iPod. You can use Amazon.com. They actually have a little application that will put it right into iTunes for you. Video is a little bit harder. But the the content providers, instead of putting up all of these walls to keep people from from pirating their content, all they're doing is preventing legitimate buyers from getting the content that they want at a decent and fair price. Getting content they want, where they want it, when they want it. Exactly. And I think think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Cool. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. And I hope you have a great weekend. (laughs) And uh, starting up in a couple of shows, you guys heard heard our little announcement there in the beginning. We're going to have a lot more information on the the, the kinds of uh, events that will be coming up. One other thing. (laughs) Oh, you know what? One other thing I wanted to mention really, really quickly was Listeners. that we are still looking for listener invites. If you would like to come on to the show and you know talk to Gaz and, and talk to me and, and give your opinion as a Mac user, or even if you're a PC user, you want to you know call us up and and 
to, you know, sit here on the show and tell us that Windows 7 is the greatest thing since a sliced shiitake sandwich, that's fine, too. You know, we're, we're looking for people to come onto the show, give us their opinions. You know, we're, we're just regular folk, so we're looking for more regular folk to, uh, to come on. Well, well, you talk about yourself. Well, I am regular <laughs> folk. I'm, I'm just this guy. <laughs> so I think on that we're going to wrap up 293 thanks everyone for downloading and listening and we'll see you next week see you folks and thank you for listening to the MyMac.com podcast please send all feedback to podcast at MyMac.com be sure to check out our other shows including Geekiest Show Ever My Phototech Podcast Your Own Victory Garden and Sam's Cool Picks all available in iTunes 